Buenos dias, muchachos. Uh, welcome to Is It Wet, the podcast. I'm your host, Derek, Massachusetts. Oh, what's up? And I'm your and I'm your host, Todd, Kentucky. And today on the podcast, we're super excited. We're doing the 1991 action transcendental <laughs> fucking like nihilism, nihilist. Nihilist, but also the one of the greatest explorations of gender and and sexuality and and the meaning of life ever. We're doing the 1991 movie Point Break, directed Hell by yeah. Catherine Bigelow, starring Keanu Reeves. Hell yeah, bro, Chacho. Little Patrick Swayze. The Swayze. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. I'm I'm Sophie for real. And I'm, of course, Caitlin. And yeah, yeah uh, this is what a fucking masterpiece this film was. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, dude, I didn't do an opening joke, but honestly... We, it, we did with our names. We did with our names. Honestly, like, this podcast is also just a vehicle for prolonging the inevitability of a righteous death. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just like the <laughs> themes of this movie really hit home. It, it sure did. It yeah. sure did. Yeah, that's this is really we take our listeners much like Bodie takes Johnny Utah on this, you know, metaphysical journey across time and space and they blur gets, the lines. Gets an be- FBI agent to rethink uh capitalism gender his own sexuality his job what's he do- what's he doing the in meaning this of life, life. the yeah. meaning of life yep. yeah and just like he d- does that and blurs the line between what an enemy and a friend and a lover and a <laughs> mentor and all of that is blurs those lines uh yeah i think we do that with our listeners on for this sure. podcast <laughs> for sure yeah yeah they're my all of our listeners whenever i run into them in the street they're like about to shoot me, but then they look into my beautiful eyes and they're like, uh, I can't do it. Yep. I can't do it. I've gotten so far as, yeah, our listeners, I'll have them come up and handcuff themselves to me. And I'm like, there's literally no way out of this, but I'll just look at them and just be like, come on, man. And they'll just take out the key and let me free. It's what was wild. It's I was really like, there's wild. no way this is going to work. <laughs> So, yeah, I feel like we're just going to talk about this movie so much and it's been so so little time since we recorded last that yeah. I have I like barely have a wet moment of the week and I yeah, think that's let's do, fine. Let's do a, a quick a really spitfire wet moment of the week. Yeah, because we're also about to enter next episode. We're we're going to enter we I'll we'll do a little tease. We're going to have like yeah. a little um a little special uh, wet moment of the week runner hopefully oh, that's gonna yes, be yes. very exciting we can't Look do that yet that. because it comes out tonight <laughs> but if you know us um you know we like one You're thing not gonna be surprised we, we like monogamy and we like time travel so oh, that's yeah. all i'll say that's the only the only uh little teaser you get just of our new tease. segment so yeah, we're gonna. That's gonna be fun. But yeah, I like barely. Mine is just that we went to uh, a thrift store um, while we were walking around <laughs> this weekend, and I came across a leather, a vintage leather bikini, and mm. it like ha- on the tag was is like do not get wet, and I'm like 
this is all right this is wild and it's also like it was pretty old like the leather it it was just so i was like you know what this is i love this for the uh, it (laughs) yeah it's very much a decorative vintage bikini and based on the vintage store we're at it was like five thousand dollars yeah that was that's accurate that's that's fair that's Mm -hmm. fair uh you're not gonna buy a unusable piece of swimwear for less of course my wet moment of the week man then the reason we're doing this movie is i had a really bad day of work and so i cried and watched dirty dancing which like listen swayze like I think this is the misogyny and the homophobia in our culture. I grew up thinking Patrick Swayze was a joke. People would make fun of him for the movie season, for these sort of gentle characters he plays. Mm -hmm. But listen, he is a... And we'll get into his portrayal of masculinity, but Mm -hmm. he was like, he did all of his own stunts, Mm -hmm. in Dirty Dancing included. That That was him... Um, well, I mean, he learned how to dance. That's he his, learned those how are, to, that's Oh, he stunts? was a trained dancer. Yeah. He was a trained. That's his background is in dance. Yeah, that's stunts. I would say. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he was real. He got really into skydiving in this one, obviously. Oh, but yeah, like for, for sure. real. <laughs> but Dirty Dancing's a wet movie. Um, it's at a summer camp. Everyone's kind of sweaty. There's just great themes in it. It's it's listen. It's a ra- It's a almost radically. Uh, pro-abortion movie yeah definitely that never judges its character for getting an abortion um, mm-hmm. and shows the barriers to abortion and ever and i think people forget that it's 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 a great movie patrick swayze's not a joke he was one of our finest movie stars as we'll get into yeah he really was he he crushes every role i thought in this one like i definitely prefer his more gentle characters yes, i yes. i just mm-hmm. like I I am I love he could be the, mean. Yeah. I love what he does. Yeah, I love how he challenges gender stereotypes and I think he did that in his whole career despite being like known for some of the most masculine things mm-hmm. like which is the point. He he redefined what masculinity is and mm-hmm. I do think we overwhelmingly look back on him that way. Like you said, I don't think at the time it, mm-hmm. it was necessarily that way. I think it, he he a little bit became a joke but i think in the 2000s prior to his death but yeah i think now most of his movies are cult classics now yeah he was just like he was really fucking doing it um, he was yeah i can't wait i can't wait to talk so about that's my movies. relationship to patrick swayze i've never seen point break before um because i was just like not I don't think I was ready. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just need to be in a place in my life. I'm also like, I now think I'm a, a fan of Catherine Bigelow's direction, but I don't really, I'm not so happy with her her later fare, her later pro-torture movies, which I think is why I've never really sought out her movies is because right. that left a, left a bad taste in my mouth. Right. Yeah, because this this one is, is very different. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, I don't, for sure. I don't know that I've seen a Catherine Bigelow movie before because I hadn't seen Point Break either. My relationship to Patrick Swayze obviously is we love him. He's as this podcast shows. He's he's one of the our wettest uh, and most wonderful actors on the yeah. planet in history. And I never saw this movie again because for, I think. I don't know that like this um, Roadhouse. What are some other ones that have like really surprised me? How much I I love them. Crank. 
Crank! <laughs> Crank. <laughs> Jumper, the last four movies you've done. Yeah, but, yeah. exactly. Um, Mouse Hunt, no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Don't, no. But yeah, the, I, I think I... I don't know. I assumed I wouldn't like these movies yes, because yes. it was like an action movie and there's yeah. dudes in it. But I didn't realize I didn't realize how I, it, I, this movie in particular is really the female gaze um, yes. is yeah. it, it, is what makes this movie you're, so you're pronouncing wonderful. Both both versions of that term, correct? Yes, of course. Yes, um, of course. Obviously, yeah. For it's for the gays and the gays. Um, yes, and so I didn't realize that like these these things were in. And I think mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze himself is like he's he is the female gaze. <laughs> like, he really he is. Yeah, he, and he so I didn't. Is. I just didn't think these things were in these movies. And I um and so I love them so much now. And I also thought that Point Break was about sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I but. thought it was just about surfing. And then like a year ago, I heard there was like, I know the reason I know about it is because I had heard Fast and Furious is basically a remake of Point Break, but with cars. The first movie, the Brian, the Brian uh, Dom relationship. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Ben yeah. teaches Paul Walker. Paul Walker's an FBI agent trying to infiltrate whoever's stealing like VCRs from trucks. Oh yeah, of course. Um, it, they're like top priority. It's 2000. <laughs> That's our top priority. I think they steal other things other than VCRs, but they they steal from trucks. And by getting close to Dom and his sister and having a relationship with his sister and this transformative relationship with Dom where he shows him like it, that it's tight to be a criminal mm-hmm. and that the law sucks and you can live and you can race cars. It changes him and he, mm-hmm. and it has a happier ending than this one, mm-hmm. but because they needed mm-hmm. to leave the door open for 57 yeah, sequels. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Catherine Bigelow was like, I'm, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. Right. Which I think, you know, um, they did remake this movie in like 2015. Oh to, shit, they did. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be pretty bad. It's uh was not well received. Um it has Because if you aren't doing the fashion, like this movie I don't think mm-hmm. would be the level of the level that it is without the fashion, without the 1991 without the fashion without fucking Catherine Bigelow's breathtaking direction, her kinetic Always moving, always but still fluid, not jarring direction. Yeah. Without fucking, without Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves fucking murders this role. I don't care what anyone says. This is like the role he was born to play. Yep. We already talked about Swayze. Yeah. So the Point Bake remake, it's got 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you want to have a guess what the. I already uh, saw. You already (laughs) saw the Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) score. For uh, Point Break, baby, is 69%. Nobody changed that. If you're a reviewer, don't review this movie. Don't touch it. I don't care. I don't care if it's a good review. Don't, don't, I don't want it to rise. It's, it's perfect. Okay. I, I have to say this uh, now, um, might as well, that, um, Rolling Stone called Point Break the greatest female gaze action movie ever. 100%. Hundred uh, percent, citing the bodily condition of Reeves and Swayze, which it's so much more than that. Um, which we, you know, we'll we'll dr- mm-hmm. we'll say all of the things it is, calling it yes. a wet 
Western. A wet Western. Okay. So she has these scenes of like these Western showdowns, gunslinging mm-hmm. fights. There's like the the people, like anyone can die at any moment. And then suddenly in the next scene, you have these like breaths of fresh air and levity of they they go skydiving together and you are transported and and transcended above it she it and she does this seamlessly a few different times throughout the movie that like it's the pacing is perfect you are just as the viewer you're in you're in the most adept hands It's, it's such an adept hand so so she really like was in it so she she was in the airplane when uh, Patrick Swayze oh. threw, uh, threw himself <laughs> out of the airplane. Yeah. She would either paddle or on a longboard or lean over a nearby boat to get those shots. So it was her out there getting oh, those amazing. shots. So the the surfing footage, and I want like a real surfer to, to comment on this, but mm-hmm. yeah, transcendent. Like you, you get it. You understand why this would be like – this life-changing religious experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that as someone who watched Blue Crush at a formative age. Yeah. And we all know what happens to you is that you then become a part of the LGBT community. <laughs> Queer. <laughs> yeah. And and it's science. It's just a science. Yeah. I, but it's even that time time I was again. like, yeah, I'm not as invested in, in the the the, the waves, the ocean part. But this... Because it doesn't was, romanticize it like this movie does. No, no. And it doesn't show... I mean, it certainly doesn't... It's just... Yeah, you can... You really get the sense of why... Why this movie... Or why surfing is so powerful. Mm-hmm. As as this thing that brings brings people into this community. And, and is this sort of experience. But... And something that as you know you you need so much time to practice but you also can't just flex those uh muscle memory muscles of doing it over and over again you also Mm -hmm. have to flex these muscles of spirituality and tapping into your environment Swayze Mm -hmm. says uh Bodhi says at one point just feel what the wave is doing then accept its energy get in sync and charge with it you don't need to see this is when they're they're uh, surfing at night, and it's like, yeah, these shots like capture all of that. They're like National Geographic, um, yeah, documentary style. It's beautiful. It's they're fucking amazing. And and one of the female gaze thing aspects of this for me is in these moments of of beauty that we're seeing as the viewer, the actors, these men are shouting at the top of their lungs to each other. They're like, this is fucking beautiful, man. This is so fucking beautiful. My fuck, this is beautiful. Like they say that so many times and it is just like they're they're just dudes enjoying each other's company screaming about how beautiful the environment is that they're in. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So this is a very wet opening, uh, but beautiful draws you into the world mm-hmm. of both Johnny Utah and oh. and of of the surf the surf this life. This is City Mouse Country Mouse introduction. <laughs> it's the classic City Mouse Country Mouse, the classic Hobbs and Shaw. Uh <laughs> the real yeah, yeah, the real um 
I don't have a third one. Um, Mr. Bean and a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> That's my third one. Yeah. Uh, it's you really, but but they're both defined by wetness. So yes. it's Johnny Utah's firing, practicing in the rain, and probably Pouring in denim because whenever he got wet, he was wearing head to toe denim, except yeah. if when he wasn't wearing a wetsuit. Um, and then we get shots of people surfing. Yeah, and the, just the way the water curls and the just the fluidity and 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 the the just the blueness between mm-hmm. these shots it's sumptuous it's, it is it's se- sumptuous it's sensual it's it's a, it's a, it's a wild, beautiful opening and then it's contrasted with this sort of hyperbolic bananas environment in Johnny Utah's uh first day at the FBI <laughs> for first of all okay so Keanu Reeves is Johnny Utah which was what the movie was going to be called at one point. Yes. So funny. Uh, yes. And it was a it was maybe going to be directed by Ridley Scott starring <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Oh my god. Matthew I Broderick. Honestly, I would have loved to <laughs> I see. It. Hey Bodie, man, you can't you can't be doing that. Come on. Oh, hey, guy. sometimes Bodie you just got to well, that would have, I was going to make a Ferris Bueller reference, but in that movie, he is the Bodhi. Yeah, Bodhi grows, <laughs> Ferris Bueller grows up to be Bodhi for sure. Yeah, for yeah so sure. he should have been the Bodhi character, but I think he was supposed to be but Johnny Keanu's Utah. But perfect. He does a great job. I think people make fun of his line delivery in this, but it's, it's subversive. It's part of, it's part of the, it's part of what the movie's trying to say. Mm-hmm. And he's playing. He's playing a total bro. He's he's perfectly in character. Um, I agree. Yeah. Who is more surfer dude than Keanu Reeves? Come on. Let, come on. Come on. Your whole life changes, and I suddenly realized that all my goals had been their goals, and I hadn't been living my own life. So I wanted something for myself. So I come out here from Ohio a month ago. I've never seen the ocean before. Any ocean. I never thought it would affect me so much. I'm drawn to it. Or something. I want to do what you do. Uh, it's the truth. I, yeah, I just think that every time you watch this movie, Jack Johnson gets a pair of wings. <laughs> okay. Singer-songwriter. Oh, because he's a total surf dude. He's from Hawaii. He was a professional surfer. Oh, yeah. He writes... Surf music, surf, okay. surfy music. Yeah, yeah. So Johnny Utah, coming from Frank Herbert's school of Duncan, Idaho, um, <laughs> a character's just fuck. All right, regular name and state. Yep, uh, I love it. And yeah, you're right that the when his first day in this office is so it's such a juxtaposition between uh-huh. the the really slow and beautiful opening shots. It's like frantic fast-paced they're constantly moving dr cox from scrubs is screaming is playing the same character and they're just walking in circles around the office so that they the 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 camera can whiz around but like not in a way that makes me dizzy and like and like this is what's wild is like she in my opinion i have is so is such an interesting director that and we know James Cameron helped to write this but if James Cam- James Cameron has done nothing in his life but make me dizzy yeah his ex-wife <laughs> moving her zipping her camera all around and i'm like this is great this yeah. is wonderful this is like 
the the swings at six, six Flags. I love it. <laughs> Dr. Cox playing his mesmerizing scene direction. It's like a dance. There's choreography. He can I just say how he describes Johnny Utah? I had to yeah, write this down word for word. You gotta say this line. It's so. I was trying to keep track of critical wet moments, and I I truly think there's no part of this movie that isn't a critical wet moment. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, every line we say critical wet moment. The critical wet moments don't stop ever. Every shot, every character, whole thing is a critical wet moment. Please, please say these lines because. Okay. <laughs> so and I think that Keanu's just like chill. He's playing an ex football star uh in college who got an injury so now he's like i'll be a fed i guess yeah. um which is a troubling pipeline that we should <laughs> yeah. not not allow especially when you're he looks so good in this movie um, oh, when you're yeah. that this... when you're that just beautiful um oh, yeah. so he has like a humiliation kink because they're just like ragging on him yeah and he's just like yeah yeah, I'm like a hot shot. It's not a big deal. So Dr. Cox does the thing where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, You're a real blue flame special, aren't you, son? Young, dumb, and full of cum. I know. What I don't know is how, how you got yourself assigned out here to Los Angeles with us. I mean, how? I guess we just must have ourselves an asshole shortage, huh? And Keanu just rolls his eyes when he walks away and goes, not so far. And you're like, oh, my God, this dialogue. It's Young brilliant. and dumb it, and full and it, of cum. Which is an expression that I've heard. Um, I've heard boomers use in, like, regular company with children. <laughs> okay. And so I've started using it a lot, like, to describe myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's great. I'm gonna start doing uh, that. I like when I, if I forget something, I'm just like, I'm sorry, honey. I'm young, dumb, and full of cum. But <laughs> what I what do you boomers, expect? <laughs> so it's a very famous phrase, and okay. like, but boomers have been like, ah, oh, this guy here is young, dumb, and full of cum. And I, I was like, a, when I first heard it when I was like 23 years old, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's great. This is it's the first wet. time I've ever heard it. Really? I yeah, I've heard it like it's. A reckless, foolish, or impetuous man. Mm-hmm. So, as you could probably guess, but so I've heard people people use it casually. They would the way to describe just someone as reckless. Yeah, but anyway, moving on. Um, it's a good description. Yeah, critically wet dialogue. All of these, all of these people. It, the everyone is like a shit, a shit nose, snot nosed. You're crapping in your hands and rubbing it in your face. You're a yeah. snot nosed little shit, a, a, a pig, pig board piece of shit. Like every line Everything. is this. And the portrayal of the FBI is they like can't do anything right, including <laughs> Johnny Utah. They do nothing but make things worse. And are dumb as shit. Yeah. Um, including Gary B- How is this our first Gary Busey movie? I know. And also, I was, why I'm is Gary shocked. Busey so good in this? <laughs> I know. He is so much fun. And I love that he is so ready to hate Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And he just can't. Because you can't. You can't in this movie. And so he just, yeah. There's like two tropes going on. There's like action tropes going on. It's like the, the grizzled partner and the young... The young upstart cop. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like 
the whatever the fuck's going on between Johnny Utah and Bodie. The, yeah. The, the kind of killing Eve, like cat and mouse. Yes. But also they respect each other. Very so, Again, like, very like a Western. Um, it's a, it's a, a Western. wet Western. It's a wet yeah. Western. We recognize that as an official genre. Yeah. Of which Westworld, uh, Jonah Hex. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Uh, surely others and there surely will be others more. but yeah the, i think i tr- try to keep track of like the western ele- <laughs> elephants the <laughs> western elements of this movie and like yeah the good versus bad guy but they wish they could be friends because they're uh, like we're really the, the same you and yep. me you yeah. know um doomed to pursue each other relentlessly across time uh big uh. shootouts and chases bank robberies such a western feature mm-hmm. uh outlaws pursued by like the sheriff one woman and she's she's just like can you we can you not involve me Yep, and you got it. She has to get kidnapped at some point and be used as bait. Yep, Wrangler jeans. Uh, yeah, Busey. I'm gonna try really hard not to call him Gary Bussey. Um, I <laughs> Busey. Uh, he says I, and they keep saying they keep calling him a blue flamer. Okay, yeah, that um, must says, be. A, I wonder if that's some sort of like law enforcement term. I looked it up. I think it means someone like who burns too hot because blue flame is like the hottest. Okay. So like he's reckless. So okay. I've been saddled with some blue flame or Quantico cat, some quarterback punk, some jo- Johnny Unitas. And I was just like, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. then we we find out what this movie's about, which is these guys. Gary Busey's like been assigned to Gary Busey and. Keanu Reeves have been assigned to this case of like, yeah, there's this band of bank robbers that they just like cannot catch. And it's unique because they don't they're they're in and out in 90 seconds because they only rob the cash registers. They don't touch the safe and they don't touch Mm -hmm. the vault. They just and they they have like a shtick and they are the ex presidents, baby. Because they wear the they wear a Reagan mask, an LBJ mask. Did you get any other masks? There was Nixon. Nixon. I don't that, know. That I don't know. Those are the only ones I could keep track of. But there had to have been there had to have been some more. Yeah. And yeah. So then you learn that you learn pretty early on Gary Busey has a theory and they make fun of him around the mm-hmm. office for his theory. And Keanu Reeves hears it. And at first he's also kind of making fun of Gary Busey. But then mm-hmm. like then you you blink and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're totally onto something. And that is that there is a line in this movie that says the ex-president's are surfers <laughs> yeah man because you know who else are in and out in 90 seconds surfers it, surfers because the, the a wave it's it's in the moment you got to take it it's gone before you can people yeah, don't think realize about the it. skills you need to the paddling skills the jumping up on your board skills the sort of balance that's all essential to the art of bank robbing oh yeah Oh yeah. yeah, you saw how because you got to jump up on the you got to jump up on the counter so you can command everyone's mm-hmm. attention. You have to be really precise with your movements, and you gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta get out and get in that getaway car yeah. with precision. Yeah, and yeah, that all takes a lot of you got to handle the adrenaline boost. Yeah, uh, yeah, or you gotta love it. 
But wait, so Gary Busey's theory, this was a critically what moment for me when he explains his theory because yes. he says... It's also very like, this is was an episode of Sherlock. This was an like episode of Sherlock. Like him explaining all of this. He was like, listen, I'm a wax expert. And I was like, <laughs> go on. And he's like, yeah. So I noticed there was like wax... He there was a soil sample from the shoe of someone, okay. and he it came back non-specific mud, traces of asphalt, traces of oil, traces of sand, carnuba wax. So Car- I became a wax expert. Okay, and it turns out it's it's called sex wax. Yes, <laughs> and and that is what surfers typically are using on their boards is yes. sex wax. Yeah, which like that basically happens in a Sherlock episode. He yes. che- he's able to like trace the bad guy down to a specific warehouse because of the th- what was found in the soil sample, but this mm-hmm. time it's sex wax for surfboards. <laughs> it's sex wax for surfboards. Critically wet. Critically wet. Critically wet. And yeah, so Gary Busey's basically like, "All right, so if you buy if you buy what I'm selling, uh which you do, then the only the logical next step is you're young, you're hot. We want to get you in a bathing suit, get you in a wetsuit. You got to go undercover and become a surfer. Uh, and which I love. Yeah. This yeah. he's he's thinking like Hannah, Hannah Montana. <laughs> this is and that's exactly. what you got to do in that uh, the pageantry of yes. trying to pull this off. Yes, so, is incredible. Oh my god. So so he's like the FBI is going to. Me to learn to You're surf? trying to tell me the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf? <laughs> what? What? And yes. I wrote down that Gary Busey at one point, Keanu says, thanks for the tip. And he goes, you're welcome for the tip. Yeah. Just wrote it down. Just just throwing it out there. I don't oh, know yeah. what this con- is the context. It doesn't this. matter. This is, these are, this is what the dialogue is like in, in this movie. Yeah, so then we get introduced to, because Keanu Reeves has to find a way to learn how to surf, and he can't approach these guys yet. He has to get, like, a little bit good and and then fit in with them. They're not going to... He also doesn't know who the people are. Who, where to start. And he hasn't met Bodhi yet. Yeah. Well, he does have like basic physical descriptions, which is why when he starts talking to Tyler, he, Gary Busey is like, well, we know it's not her because she's a girl and has short black hair. We know the guys have like long blonde ponytails and stuff. So he, mm-hmm. he has an idea of where to start, but he, uh, he is just immediately enamored by Tyler. He watches her surf. And then he, like, watches her, like, change out of her bathing suit, which is a little creepy. But then, so she takes off her bottoms and then just puts on jorts. I know. I saw that. I was no like, No underwear <laughs> after getting out of the seawater. Listen, I know you live in California, but UDI, UTIs are, Johnny UTI, uh, they still <laughs> exist in in California. I don't. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. No, a hundred percent. You gotta, and and that's like you gotta be taking care of yourself and being proactive about stuff about UTIs. If you're spending, you know, ninety nine percent of your time in the ocean, yeah, you've, you're 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 combating a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was that totally um, gave me goosebumps when I saw that. I was like, I get it because what we. We're going to watch her then put under, like, this has to be the shot. This is how right, it right. has to happen. But Yeah, um, maybe maybe editing, they just, like, 
they they cut away and and she put on underwear but but through the language of film it mm-hmm. did seem like she was about to get a UTI yeah so he he uh, convinces Tyler to teach him how to surf because he and he's honest when he talks about this stuff yeah. I I think that he he is looking for more meaning in his life and a new direction. And he's been called to... Well, to, he's not honest with her about the reason. Well, right. But I think uh, what I say, what I mean is like, he very quickly realizes this is true about himself, that he does feel like called to the ocean and finds a very uh, religious experience in surfing. And he does really want to learn to become yeah. a good surfer. Uh but what's wild is, so he finds out, and this is the manipulative part, is he finds out both her parents died. And so he tells oh, her. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about this part. Yeah. <laughs> so he straight up lies. He says the reason he wants meaning is he's like, yeah, both parents deceased. Airplane crash. San Diego, 84. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how he sells it. Yeah, definitely. And she's like, all right, shared trauma. Shared trauma. Yeah, this I can. This is somebody I can take under my wing and and teach. And then we get such. We, get, we love a late '80s, early '90s training montage. We got to get a little it. montage of her, her training him, them flirting, them falling in love a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. And then while they're out training, one training, whatever, surfing, they're out practicing one day and. They see, they see somebody. They see somebody on the waves that is just, they see a Poseidon, basically. Mm, they see yes, a god yes. among mm-hmm. men on the waves. And Johnny Utah's like, who's that? And Tyler's like, he's a modern savage. <laughs> he's a real searcher. What's he searching for? The ride. The ultimate ride. Guy's even crazier than you, Johnny. And this is Swayze. This is Bodie. You get your you get your first glimpse of him, and it's it's incredible. Uh, you get your first little glimpse of Bodie, and they play a little. There's a mosquito in this room with me. A big mosquito. Ooh, I hate those ones. Oh, I got it. That's nice. the thing is that if they're big, I can get them. They're uh, slower. Ah, yeah, we got it. We got it on camera yeah so they oh they play a little game of football which is great they're all of these boys are in crop tops it's incredible i love it's it's great i will i could watch them run around on the beach in their crop tops i love it i i'm obsessed specifically with i didn't get his name then okay (laughs) the names in general in this movie are we just talked about johnny uh watts watts what, you Johnny Watt John Watson, uh, but Gary Busey is Agent An- Angelo Papas. Yeah, John C. McGinley is FBI Director Ben Harp. Yep, James Legros is Roach. Roach Warchild. Christopher is Gromit. There's Rosie Warchild, Bunker Town, Archbold, Freight Train, Fiberglass, uh, so Margarita. Good. Miss. There's some great Agent Cullen. It's so good. That's when, in the 90s, when Edward Cullen was an FBI agent. Yeah, he had to um, pop around at different 
yeah, do different he had, jobs. Yeah, he had to do different you know? jobs, and he was like, "I might as well be anonymity a fed for a little bit." Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love when Keanu Reeves is like, "What's your name?" And the guy's like, "Oh, Bunker." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one, but they're at a party, and he's telling a story about a wave, and it was like word for word. You know the YouTube, the viral video of that surfer who's like just gotten out of it, <laughs> and he's like, and then you crash down, and bash, and I was like, whoa! He was legit just yes. that. In fact, I just wanna. Oh, it's just like, dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in, and you just get spit right out of them, and you just drop in and just smack the lip, whoa, drop down, snap, ah. And then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted. So pitted like that. Yeah, and I, I get and it. imagine I get if it. it was that guy and someone was also squirting him with water because that was also happening during this during this monologue. Someone was just like, I guess to mimic the, yeah, the ocean, yeah. but it's like a dude just like squirting a water bottle all over another dude. They're storytellers, yeah. It was fantastic. But like now I think I get why surfers talk that way i don't it's not just because they're like himbos it's not just because they um spend all day out in the sun that i think the transcendental sort of meditative experiences they have with the waves are so indescribable it's like trying to describe a dream man thousand percent keanu reeves says it to tyler he's like i literally can't describe this feeling right now he says that word for word it, that's what it is and he says you don't have to yeah you don't, you have, don't to. have to label this you just Ugh. need to experience it and i was like just experience the moment it's amazing it's yeah amazing. i yeah. fucking love it yeah so now we get we get introduced to like who we think the culprits are we who we yeah. think the ex-presidents are you it's this group of group of guys and Bodhi describes them as they only live to get radical they don't have any real understanding of the sea so they'll never get the spiritual side of it mm-hmm. and they're described as as uh, surf nazis which oh, yes which is how um there's a character in the oc that's described thus so i oh. think there's a rich history <laughs> Of this as I don't know if they're literally like supposed to be Nazis or white supremacists, but I do know that one of them is Red Hot Chili Peppers frontman Anthony Kiedis. I know. I was like, I, I, I was like, there's, I was like, he looks like that guy, actor looks so much like Anthony Kiedis, like, and he does a good job. Yeah, he gets killed. He, only, he just gets shot in the foot. That's yeah. all he. That's pretty much. Which what critically wet moment? Shooting Anthony Kiedis in the foot in your mm-hmm. surf movie mm-hmm. doesn't get more 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 California than that. It really doesn't. And yeah, these are these dudes. You get a glimpse at them in their house before the raid. Uh, dudes just pouring a can of beer into his bowl of Cheerios. Like uh, I love these it. dudes just don't give a fuck. These are anarchists. They're par- eating Cheerios and beer, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 wild. These guys don't get it. They're like the Mad Max to. They're like the Mad Max sort of dystopian surf collective. Mm. Whereas yeah. Bodhi, Bodhi has like you said anarchist, but I think legitimately like he is. Bodhi is. Yeah, he might be an anar- anarchist. And it's about it's about hanging out. They're maybe more hedonists. Um, it's about free love. It's like you know, just have 
you know, we're not possessive. Uh, it's about, and it's about the waves, man. It's it is about- a little bit. We do learn mm-hmm. that it's about the adrenaline rush. Like, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. That, because it, he's not just a Zen guy who loves being he's in not. touch with the waves. He's really not. He loves it because it brings you so close to death. He, uh, the way yes. that, that, the waves that he surfs. Yeah. He's a fascinating character because at one on one level, he's a man he's a manic pixie dream girl, right? Yes. Yeah. Because on one level he's it's about showing Keanu what what it's been missing and how you you do need to be in the moment and you do just need to like Go with your experiences and not try to control it and not be a part of your system, but and not be a FBI agent. Right. Um, and and we learn that it's he's also like like our dear friend Chef Chel. He's a real Chef Chelios. He's a yeah. an adrenaline, as they say, an adrenaline junkie. He's really yeah. He's kind of got like. A death wish because he just wants more and more. He wants to raise the stakes. Yes. In any way. And so it, it does see that it, it, it does make him kind of a, it, that's what makes him a tragic figure for sure. For yeah, sure. absolutely. And mm-hmm. and that's why, yeah, it, it escalates the way it does. And the movie, again, ends ends the only way this movie could end. And, and this character has the, yeah. the arc that this character has. And yeah, so so it turns out that the this group of of surfers aren't the ex-presidents they just have been smuggled or they sell drugs mm-hmm. and so they're they're they are also criminals but not they literally couldn't have done one of the bank hits because they were doing something with drugs in in a right, different location right. they had an alibi yeah but this raid happens and it just goes so wrong it goes so sour all because of a fucking lawnmower yeah the only yeah. the only dry element of the movie is this so, fucking lawnmower they almost press keanu's beautiful beautiful face into that <gasps> lawnmower and yeah they just fuck up and like they both really should have been fired but instead they were like because they they're yeah they fucked up like Another guy was under was undercover with the 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 surf mm-hmm. dudes, so they they blew his cover. So they're like, "All right, whatever, whatever." And so he kind of has this recognition, right? Yeah, he's watching them surf, and he's yeah. like, "Ooh, they're agile. They they move the water. They're in the wave. They're out the wave." What does this remind me of? <laughs> going in and going out 90 going seconds. Out, uh, wearing yeah, a wetsuit. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's a usual suspect's moment. And right. he's like, it's clearly they're the bank robbers. Yeah, it's it's Swayze. It's Bodhi and his, his inner circle that are the bank robbers. And... So yeah, so now now Keanu Reeves really has to switch gears and he's really conflicted, but he's he's pressing forward and he's like he kind of starts learning Swayze's schedule and mm-hmm. he says, which is ador- an adorable little little Easter egg. He tells Gary Busey that you know most days he goes and he has lunch at Patrick's Roadhouse. <laughs> adorable, yeah. we love it. And yeah, so they make a plan to stake out where they're pretty sure the next hit this is going to be. This is bananas. <laughs> this is so 
wild. <laughs> it, it, Gary Busey just like this is becomes so like a naked job scene. It's wild. So despite asks, despite having figured out actually like who pretty much who the ex presidents are, he's so bad at his job. He's so bad. Uh, and so, yeah, this is a critically wet. And Keanu is too because he's in love with. Bodhi, so he can't. Yeah. So, so he's like, I'm gonna, we're gonna stake out this bank that we think they're gonna rob. And so he's like, I'm gonna go to this, this stand. And Gary Busey's like, get me a meatball sub. Actually, get me two. And it's 10 30 a.m. Uh, okay, listen, I am not shaming anyone for food, their food. Two meatball subs at 10 30 a.m. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> You you're on the job like you're that. You're on the again, job. Yeah, That's don't too much. You're going to be food, but you're not going to be able alone. to chase any. You're not going to be able to chase anyone. The, no. That's a filling meal. Um, and the that, heartburn. My God, the heartburn. Yeah. So then, it, Keanu goes and gets the the subs, and, and comes this was back. like a western. This reminded me of a western. Like and, a funny moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Gary Busey says, God, I'm so hungry I could eat the ass end of a dead rhino. I should have had you get me three of these things. He says, I Shut lost up. my mind. I lost my mind. So while he's getting this meatball sub for Gary, Gary, <laughs> Gary Bussy, um, <laughs> behind him, the bank robbers go in and Gary Busey's like comically reading a huge newspaper, so they yeah. both miss it. He and he's reading so the they're funnies. late. Yeah. He's reading the funnies, so they go in to try to break up the bank robbery and fucking Bo. It's it's obviously Bodie, and Bodie sees him, and there's a shootout, and just people die. It's bad. It is bad. If they yeah. really fucked up, people die, and then Bodie Bodie gets away, but. But Johnny Utah is chasing him, well, and he's yeah. on his tail. Mm-hmm. And at, he, do you see he Keanu punts a pit bull? <laughs> he does. <laughs> An he entire does. pit bull just punts it effortlessly uh, because he's 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 chasing um he's chasing Bodie. Who I don't know the, if we said this, but Bodie is uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. So Bodie is Ronald Reagan. Read into that however you want. I don't exactly. have. I can't analyze it right now um yeah we can't do we can't do each one i think it was you know sort of they were thinking of it some mm-hmm. more of like more as like the teenage mutant ninja turtles but kinda. <laughs> what i'm like okay so it's like johnny i <laughs> johnny idaho johnny utah <laughs> yeah is is like about to shoot so they have like a runoff he like blows up a gas station <laughs> they like roll through the fire together it's so it's so much yeah and he it's finally, shakespearean he gets the he gets the opportunity to shoot him in the face then he looks into Patrick Swayze's beautiful blue eyes behind yeah. the Reagan mask. It's kind of a horrifying shot. Yeah. Like, close up. But he looks into them and he's like, I can't shoot him. And he, um, he shoots into the air. And now I understand what Edgar Wright was referencing in Hot Fuzz. There's a scene where where, where he shoots in, into the air. I always thought it was just like making fun of all action movies. Oh, but I think it's okay. specifically this one. Um, yeah, you're right. And I feel like I've seen it maybe reference other places, too, and didn't realize that, yeah, this was... 
it's a romantic Batman Joker situation. Yes, they can't kill 100%. each other. They thrive off each other's energies. Yeah. They're yeah. Yeah. yeah so then Ke- Keanu Reeves pretty much is left with like I have to I have to confront Bodhi. Like Bodhi gets away. Mm-hmm. Um and but but now now the they both know they right. both know that the other one knows. Right. And and Bodhi is like uh, Bodhi is like excited because he's like, this has raised the stakes. My yes. my need for like the next fix of adrenaline. And I know what exactly what to do. I if know where this needs to go. Him from a here. lot of nasal spray, I think a lot of the central conflict of this could have been invo- avoided. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, What are we gonna do about Johnny Utah? And he's like, Don't worry about that guy. I know exactly what to do with him. And yep. I was like, I hope he means kiss him, but I had I knew there was skydiving in this movie. I didn't know that that's what that what he meant is that I'm going to take my foe skydiving. Yep. I don't know of another enemies to lovers story where this happens. It's adorable. It it's is so adorable. adorable. It is. Like, and it's like what you said that he he gets excited about it because he's like he sees this as like this is the next level for him is mm-hmm. to bring the FBI agent, the one who should take them down, to bring him in on it. Like if he yes. can just get him to see his side of things and experience this together, that's the thing. He's like, we need to experience this together, this group of dudes, and mm-hmm. then he'll see. Or yes. or will will something else exciting will happen? Like he knows this is the the He's next logical trying- step. He's still trying to change his life. He's still yeah. like, I like Despite both want to mess with him. Being at each other's throats. Yeah. I want to mess with him, but also I still want him to see like my perspective. Yes. So they get up there and someone said, it's probably uh, Keanu Reeves says, are we going to jump or jerk off? And it's like both, man. Both, Come on, man. This dude. Is, this is this is point break. <laughs> this is point break. Listen, what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump out and forget that we're enemies and describe the experience as ine- ineffable. Someone oh. says ineffable when they're, yeah. when they're up in there, and I was just like, or they describe that when they when they land, and I'm just like. They have these experiences that just like take them out of the the like sort of these prison the prison of like toxic masculinity and being yep. an FBI agent and being a bank robber which you know that's its own prison uh once you're a bank robber you're in it right once you Not get on that train you, you can't get, in, get off yeah you go to prison and they they transcend that and they get to have the, these experiences and they get to hold hands they hold hands and they're They're like come on johnny they fucking hate him but they're like johnny you got to complete the circle yes they bring him in on it and they're uh, like they're screaming this is so fucking beautiful they're screaming sex with the gods this is like sex with the gods swayze is like 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 a an olympic diver in the air it is so beautiful these these dance moves that he is doing in the air and it's like this this is the the female gaze moment. It's they, it's the unapologetic way these dudes enjoy each other's company mm-hmm. and just want to scream and get an adrenaline rush doing hobbies that they have together. Yeah, and just screaming about it. It's a it's it is truly transcendent. 
It's so great. And again, just the most gorgeous shots ever. Most so gorgeous. And they land and they kind they, it's like, oh, it's beautiful. This is the moment that the skydiving scene was what made me cry. I was literally crying. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe this. I never could have, could have anticipated that scene Mm -hmm. in a million years. And and again, like these, these men were just about to kill each other. And, and then this happens like a breath of fresh air. I just don't, Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen in films. I I haven't seen this. (laughs) It it really like in these kinds of action films that, that they just take a break and like just just admire the, the beautiful what's going on. It's beautiful yeah. the world around us, man. Yeah. So pa- then Patrick is like Patrick Swayze's like okay, uh, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> that was amazing. That changed our life. I have kidnapped and I'm low-key torturing your girlfriend, Tyler. Mm-hmm. And that's my insurance policy, is that you're going to help one last job. We got one last ride. we're going to yeah. kill her. And so he's like, oh, shit. And so this was off a line that often was in, like, compilations of, like, worst delivered or written lines. Oh. Was... When Keanu's like, I am an FBI agent. Buddy, this is your fucking wake-up call, man. I am an FBI agent. But in context, yeah, that's how his character would say that. He's young. He's dumb. He's He's full of of calm. (laughs) How else do you want him? And his girlfriend has been kidnapped. Yeah. There's four things you need to know about him. Young, dumb, full calm girlfriend been kidnapped. He's having a stressful day. He has how he slept much. I haven't seen him. Every time you see Tyler, you see several scenes where she's asleep in his arms, but he's wide awake. He has wide awake. Yeah. Uh, they pull him out. They wake him up at the crack of dawn so Swayze can go make them. G- everyone has to surf according to Swayze's timetable. Yeah. Um, well, that, yes. if you're a surfer, that's when the best waves are. You exactly. Be that's early. why they listen to him. Yeah. That's why he's Bodhi. That's why he's the Bodhisattva. Even though he's his, he has an adrenaline addiction, and and I don't think that the Buddha did. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it was think about that's chasing one of the things he was known for. But, but yeah, but one of the one of the points of of Bodhi is that he is multitudes. He's mm-hmm. uh, lots. He is a contradiction in a, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And he says to to Johnny, he's like, "Why?" And this could be like this could be the Western yeah element. This could be read as like a real. Tyler Durden expression, but I'm choosing to not interpret it that way. He says, why be a servant of the law when you can be its master? And I think he's <laughs> like, he's really trying to be like, don't work for the FBI. That's bad. Stop it. Just live a chill life. And yes, the only way we're able uh, in this system to finance our chill life is through cr- crime they were generally nonviolent until it's a tragedy. He his his own his tragic flaw is what brings him down. Is that mm-hmm. he he needs he needs the bigger and bigger rush. Oh yeah, because the reason why shit goes so well this the when they when they're on their last job, uh, shit goes even more wrong. Yeah, 
uh, because so yeah, he's basically crop. like yeah. Johnny. You have to come do this last job with us because you're really one of us, and I really love you, and you're gonna you're you're gonna want to be one of us. Uh, but also because you have to because I've kidnapped what's her name Tyler, and so they go, and this is where this is the hubris. This is mm-hmm. where. Uh, he just has to keep going out further and further. Swayze goes further and further. He, as he's, they, they got their usual 90 second routine, right? And the, the whole thing is they don't go for the bank vault. And he just, probably just to impress Keanu Reeves, honestly. Yeah, to pr- impress like, his boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, his best boyfriend is there. And he's like, he turns to Nixon and says, go, uh, go, go get the vault. Go open the vault. And Everyone like pauses for a second. Everyone knows this isn't this is something new. Shit's gonna go wrong. Red flag. And sure enough, it does. And then like his he they call everyone brother, but I'm pretty sure one of them was was his real brother. And yeah, his brother died. Basically, everybody dies except one dude and like Keanu and and Patrick Swayze and Doctor Cox shows up and he's like, "Listen, you're really at the FBI." I don't care how young you are. I don't care how dumb you are. And I don't know care how much cum is fill, filling you up right now. You can't rob a bank. Even if you even if you're doing like, it against unquote, your will. Undercover, you yeah. can't. And so Gary Busey, but so they try to arrest him, but Gary Busey's like, no, no, I believe you. Let's go. Let's go hunt down. Because uh Keanu Reeves knows where they're going, which yeah. is up up. They a private plane, um, or I something. I think they're trying to go to Mexico. Yeah, and so that at the airport, so they go there, and his Gary Busey dies. There's a shootout. Gary Busey dies, and then, and then Patrick Swayze's like, "Come on, dude, you gotta come in the plane with us." That's, that's yeah. how this is gonna go, and and that's where it goes beyond like. Well, I guess also because he he needed to come with them to like save his girlfriend, but uh, but he was also like, we got to finish this, we got to see it through to the end, yeah. and they're up, and we get we get uh, skydive numerados, <laughs> not just one. You just there's one skydive per movie. But I this had movie- no idea. I thought there was uh, way more. There's not a single shark in this movie. I thought it was all <laughs> sharks, no skydiving, a little bit of surfing. And yeah, I could not have. It's as much about skydiving as it is about surfing, it's, really. I refer to this as a skydiving yeah. movie. And so they get up there and right before they jump, uh, right before Swayze jumps, he looks at. Are you going to say it? Are you going to say my favorite line of the movie? <laughs> yeah. He looks, at, he looks at Keanu Reeves and he says, I know it's hard for you, Johnny. I know you want me so bad it's like ass in your mouth, but not this time. Oh my it's god. It's so good. And Swayze oh, is okay. unhinged when unhinged he's saying this. And I'm like, delivery. this is where I was like, listen, generally, generally, I prefer the gentle good guy Swayze, but he is having such a blast he's having being this like over the top bad, bad guy by the end that like, I love this too. I love this too. That line <laughs> is so romantic but like the killing eve of it all you want me so bad it's like acid in your mouth yes like what other and like like obviously we we can talk about like the 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 really clear homoeroticism of this of this movie Mm -hmm. but also just like what romances 
in action movies have lines like this that are so be- like just visceral and beautiful. You yeah, I that one I, that one like hit me in the guts. Oh, same. And then like five seconds later, he says, <laughs> "If you don't, if because like they jump out and Johnny jumps out with a parachute." And this is the one where it's my turn to go. Are you going to say it? Are you going to say this one? You're going to say the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. He says they're like because they're like daring each other. They're like the sexual tension so he's like so johnny utah jumps out without a parachute takes a leap of faith to hug patrick swayze and he's like you got to pull the ripcord he's like no i'm an adrenaline uh person and he's like you've got to dredge you've got to drop the gun and so he drop and he says do it in six seconds or we're gonna be meat waffles (laughs) And I'm just like, a poet, a poet. All of these lines, it's like when you listen to, it's like when you listen to uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. All of those songs, (laughs) all of those songs are so like, they shouldn't all go together. They're really fucking weird ones. Like, it shouldn't make sense. They're all such disparate parts. But the way that it's laid out and the way that you're you're ferried through it, it does all make it sense. Works. It's like yeah. the lines and in scenes in this movie where you have these like the most heartbreaking, visceral, romantic lines just right up against the most like ridiculous yeah uh, meat meat waffles bullshit meat waffles it true no it truly is you know it's it's like it's like postmodern it's postmodern it truly is sorry this movie is the sergeant peppers of action movies Yeah. yeah yeah for sure for sure i think that's really apt i think that that makes a lot of sense and then of course once they I don't understand how they weren't meat waffles. I because they they he, smacked he, him does, the, he he did deploy the the yeah. So Keanu blinks first and deploys the the mm-hmm. the parachute, and then we get a moment that I was like, okay, this movie's like legit good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where so the reason like he became an FBI agent is he got a knee injury, right? Uh, yes, in it, his football career. Yes, uh, his, it ended his football career, and then his knee gets hurt when they hit the ground, and because of that, uh, he like can't really go after Swayze, and he says, "Look," uh, and he does give him his girlfriend back, mm-hmm. but he says, "Looks like this time you won't be getting your man. This mm-hmm. game we both lose." Yes, and I was also like. So fucking so romantic. You're playing a game. Like, so he's also acknowledging like he's losing, even though he's getting away. Mm-hmm. He's not Johnny Utah's not going to go with him. He's not because get he's his like back. he's implicit in this is you know what I wanted. You know what right, I wanted. Right, that right. was for you to be able to come with me. Like right. that's how for we you to be able won. to come with me for <laughs> for the dream to continue. Yeah, but it can't because can't. it's never enough. Right. It was never enough for him. Yeah. And he says, I'll see you in the next life. I'll see you in the next life. It's, I love it. It's so, it's so tragic and romantic. Mm -hmm. It's Shakespearean. And then you're like, where do we go from here? And then they're like, 
Oh, we didn't Something's set up. Something's gonna pay off from earlier that we didn't even fucking we mention. We didn't even mention is that because <laughs> this payoff is good. It's so it's great. It's great. Yeah. So the phrase "the fifty-year storm." We need to say. I can't believe we haven't. Yeah. We haven't so there's this idea that Patrick Swayze, he's like in like a year or two, there's going to be this fifty-year storm in mm-hmm. Australia, and I need to be there to to surf the waves. And so he he Keanu knows about this. So we get the end of this movie. Keanu has grown out his John Wick hair. He looks just like John Wick. He it's does. Wild. And I love that. That's we know that time we know that like about a year has passed because Keanu's hair is longer and Swayze's hair is shorter. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's that that means something. That's symbolic. Yeah. Symbolic. Because they're much more they're yeah, maybe they're a little flipped. Maybe they they mm-hmm. this that experience that they had chasing each other changed them both it fundamentally, them. and they're a little bit more like each other. Yeah, this is and very the female I keep getting flashes of like the man in black uh, mm-hmm. that relationship in Westworld. It's very like yeah, otherworldly their relationship and how they have yes. to keep pursuing each other. They have to, and he's he's got this swagger. He's <laughs> going to the beach. Some Australian man is like. He's like, I'm going out there. And he's like, it'll be fucking crazy. Death on a stick out there, mate. And I was like, okay, breakout star, Australian yeah. guy. Death on a stick. Great. Um, so Keanu, looking beautiful, on the beach, pulls up to Patrick Swayze. And he's like, he's like, I chased you through. I chased you across continents. Yeah. I chased you across times, across universes. Yeah. I almost got you. Like, I found you. always a step behind. I never stop chasing you. Yeah. And and he says, like, you never disappoint, Agent Agent Utah, Special yep. Agent Utah. And critically wet moment. I haven't said. So he's got his he's got his long hair. He's wearing head to toe denim. He's yeah, wearing a denim he's jacket. A- I guess it's winter in Australia, but Oh, okay, that could yeah. be. That could be, but you still storms. know it's the 50-year storm and you know that it's going to be pouring. Like, that's the one thing that you know. And he wore a jean jacket he, with jeans, jeans, not a raincoat. <laughs> and then, so he starts wrestling, starts wrestling Patrick Swayze in the surf and oh. they're rolling around and it's it's critically wet because they're, they're, it's just like, ah, and... It's just a wet western. And it's such a wet western. This is like, it's the same two sides of the same coin. Men who who know each other more than anyone else will understand them because they are them. It's like the bad guy that looks at you and says, like, you you are me. You're a, you're this close to becoming me. And they and ultimately, I think it's about like they wish like. If only they could have, like, been together in a different way. Like, if only they could have just stayed best friends. Like, if only they could have seen where their relationship with would lead. But just, like, they both know that that's not possible. It's uh, not and then, possible. Yeah. Johnny Utah pulls one more, one more fast one on Bodie and handcuffs him, himself to, to him. And that mm-hmm. normally you wouldn't think, yeah, what? Who cares? Um, right. They were already in- intertwined. But it's because Johnny Utah, after all this time, despite right after this throwing his badge away, his one last, uh, one last thing job. was he notified the, the FBI about it. But, but then, so 
they're about to swoop in and catch catch Bodhi, but Bodhi pleads with Keanu one last time, and he just says, "Okay, man. Okay, I'm screwed. I'm gonna go to jail, and I'll pay. And Johnny Utah gets his guy, right? Good for you. That's real good. Gonna be a big hero now. But look at it, Johnny." Look at it! This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, man. Just let me go out there. Let me get one wave before you take me. One wave. Now, where am I gonna go, man? Cliffs on both sides. I'm not gonna paddle to New Zealand. My whole life has been about this moment, Johnny. Come on, compadre. And Keanu's like, he knows what that means. He knows what he's really asking him for. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, Keanu is like he walks back, and and the FBI is like, or it's not the FBI; it's it's an Australian. It's like the Australian, and they're like, it's wild. They're like, what the fuck? What the fuck, Utah? You let him go? And you're just like, wow, we're really in Australia right now, guys. Yeah, if and, you didn't know, we're in Australia. And he says, Vaya con Dios. Gets in the water. He serves the big waves, and then he just disappears. And I wrote down, Poseidon has reclaimed him. Yeah, as his own. Yes, and that's and then the la- one of the last shots, uh, Johnny Utah throws away his badge. Yep, he rejects that life. He rejects that role for him. Yes, it's so it's so perfect. Perfect. It's, um, it it is again Shakespearean mm-hmm. and a beautiful. A beautiful movie. This is such a fucking good movie. I'm. I think people like it. I think it's I like think they do. It's a cult classic. It, for it, sure. Yeah, it is. It's a cult. It's just like it's so solid. Every part, every shot is essential and part of a uh, part of the storytelling. There's no. It's it's dumb too, and it's not pretending like it's not. This movie isn't saying. Every line of dialogue is the smartest thing that's ever been written. Half the lines are about or are, are just guys yelling pig shit at each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and and but again, such it poetry. works. Yeah, it's juxtaposed so beautifully uh, against the the truly poetic lines mm-hmm. in in this movie. Yeah, Catherine Bigelow, fucking great job, fantastic great. job. Point good, break, good shit. I don't know good what else shit. came out that year, but this movie, uh, go so right. Oh, okay. So it was a big year for Swayze. You want to know what won the Oscar? The Oscar? The Oscar that year? What? Uh, fucking dances with wolves. Oh, Ghost was nineteen ninety. I, I gross. what a run. Roadhouse, Ghost, uh, Point Break. Seriously, what a run. What a fucking, what a fucking run. run. Just well, his whole career, but those three years. Yes, Ooh. just these iconic, iconic roles. Uh overturning our our expectations of gender and of masculinity in particular and it's amazing and and Keanu does that too in a lot of yes, his roles and absolutely. these are this is just a stacked cast of mm-hmm. and even Tyler's character to a certain extent is upending expectations of of gender roles and of, absolutely yeah of of what is of femininity because mm-hmm. she's like you're gonna catch me in like a wetsuit or jeans and no underwear <laughs> like yeah, there's no yeah, I don't have to wear I'm underwear not, I'm chopping all my hair off and because it gets in the way I'm just like I'm just out and I, I live for the surf uh, exactly yeah. exactly 
Patrick Sweezy. I hope, I think I said this to you. I hope wherever he is, he knows how much we love him. I know. I hope so, too. And ha- yeah, truly mm-hmm. how he was just beloved in general and how mm-hmm. important these roles were and are mm-hmm. and the- truly life changing. And yeah, yeah. What what a wonderful person. <laughs> yeah. We love him. We yeah. love you. Yeah. You are one of our greats. You're up there with Matthew Lillard. And um... I think he might be our wettest actor. I, you think I mean, he's our wettest actor. I we've done we've, how we've done many quite of these a few movies? films. We've done th- three three Swayze movies. Three Swayzes, and he's just so critically wet. It's like we've only done one Costner, and the man is soaking wet. But I just <laughs> I this one this one more, and Keanu too. Um, yeah, we've done a couple a wet, couple of Keanu, but I just like. Mm-hmm. Nobody does wetness like Swayze. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. wears the sheen quite like Swayze it's true. does. That's true. Yeah, I think you're. I think you might be right. Like this is not the wettest movie we've done, but yeah, I would say this is based on career legacy. This is this is the wettest actor. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. And just the earnestness that he brings to every role. It's so good. It's just fucking mm-hmm. dudes in crop tops running along the beach. And, you know, if they're not in crop tops, they're just in a wetsuit. It's 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 wonderful. It's so um, good. Point Break is such a good movie. I never <laughs> knew. I never knew I was going to love Point Break so much. Yeah. Oh, oh it's man. so good. And I yeah, I love James Cameron was like. Is the ocean in this movie? Is there is there ocean in this? I need a producer credit. <laughs> I he also yeah he also I think no but it's because the they were up. yeah and because yeah they were they were they were dating or married or whatever. they were married and yeah yeah you know if I were to be a man in, in the next life I would want to yeah I'd want to be like I wouldn't want to be like Bodie I'd want to be like Patrick Patrick Swayze oh yeah yeah. I'd want to be like his specific roles in other movies. I'd want to be like Dalton. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be Dalton 100%. Yeah. I want to yeah. have that backstory. I want to have, um, yeah, I'd want it all. I'd want all the, I'd, I'd really, I think I, I think it would be good to have a purpose. Yes, exactly. And yeah, and Dalton's way more optimistic, I think, than, yes. than Bodie and Dalton. Just like, Dalton likes, uh, yeah, connecting with people a little a little bit more rather than connecting with nature, which Bodhi does. Um, though Bodhi has an inexplicable like people are just drawn to him and he mm-hmm. he's a he's sort of like a Jared Leto character in this in point break where he he just sort of like is a cult leader kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um like they oh, say God. at one point they joke at one point like, yeah, it's like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah. It's a cult, but it's fun. It's and so good. Yeah, you get, you, have... That's what you got to do to you got You have to be extreme to mm-hmm. to feel this extreme transcendence and spirituality that they get from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Point Break, one of the best films out there, for sure. Okay, so yeah, Sophie, obviously such a wet movie, mm-hmm. uh, such mm-hmm. a beautiful movie, such mm-hmm. a good movie, such a good action movie but let's pop a verdict on it how wet would you say this movie is listen this movie is wet in its themes its characters its dialogue and 
and water. It's like another rare kind of sea-based wet movie. And so, yeah, it's as wet as Odysseus playing Flip Cup and losing to Vin Diesel's Xander Cage at a farmer's market omnibus. So, like, Odysseus is a tragic hero whose hubris and his 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 sort of thirst for adventure always has him making reckless choices that endanger his men, that get him into trouble, that separate him from his love. Just because he's got it, he's got to just do, he's just got to bro out and do the thing that people tell him not to do. He's playing flip cup. Losing Vin Diesel, Xander Cage, another a similar figure, a similar guy who's all about the the chase, all about the 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 sort of yeah. I assume everyone's seen Triple X. It's people know. Oh yeah, we've talked about Triple X on the pod before. But there's the female gaze element, and what's more, the female gaze than a farmer's market on Nibu? Uh, also going to be one of the most beautiful settings you've ever seen. What woman doesn't want to go on a date to Nibu? That's the that's where they want to go. That's where you take someone to be the most romantic. It's where the most romantic dates in history and cinema happen. We all and I am saying that that George Lucas employed the 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 female gaze in Attack of the Clones with his scenes on Naboo. You really don't like politicians, do you? I like two or three, but I'm not really sure about one of them. <laughs> I don't think the system works. How would you have it work? We need a system where the politicians sit down and discuss the problem. Agree what's in the best interest of all the people, and then do it. That it's the closest he got. It's the closest for he's sure. gonna get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. How about you, Caitlin? How wet is the movie Point Break? So Point Break, I said it earlier that I really for me the entire there's there's no part of this movie that's not a critically wet moment um at one point we were like we can't even we can't even we will not ever get through this movie we'll be pausing and rewinding if we're if we get Mm -hmm. down the wet lines of dialogue we just need to pull up the script of the movie because it's the whole thing is so wet yes um I would argue it is one of the wettest movies we've done for sure top maybe top uh top eight I want Def- for de- definitely a best picture not and, and definitely a be- best picture nominee mm-hmm. unironically mm-hmm. such a good movie such a fun movie yeah. and it's just like goofy and sloppy as hell sometimes at the end of it the is. day it's just dudes it's slopping words around at each other subs at 10 30 in the morning so that's why i'm glad you said that that's why i'm saying this movie is is as wet as simply a triple juicy Gary Busey. That's three meat waffle subs deep. He's three. He's three meat waffle subs deep. Oof. He upgraded to the meat waffles from the meatball sub. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, he's just pumped full of that. And you got to sit in a dingy, dirty, hot cop car with him on a stakeout all day. I'll say one thing about him. That dude is old intelligent and absolutely devoid of cum he doesn't <laughs> have right. a drop of cum inside that. of himself <laughs> we got the whole spectrum in this movie yeah and yeah right into us what your your age 
your intelligence level, I guess. That's subjective. And the level and of like the you level of cum. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. send in do do one of those like fundraiser style like temperature gauges where you color in how much of the level it is. Yeah. You're the you're the thermometer and yeah, you color yeah. in how much of your body is cum. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, just and check just check in with yourself. It's mm-hmm. a good way to check in with yourself. It's like how how old, you know, how, how old do I feel? How young, you know, uh, youth is is all in your mind. It's is true. A state of mind. It's true. So you got to check in with your what your cum level is, what your what your age is, um and how how intelligent you feel and emotional intelligence too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And emotional cum. That counts. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sex Wax. Hey, stop using it that way. It's supposed to be for your for your holes. Stop, surfers, surfers of America, stop, stop putting it on your board and start putting it on your other board, if you know what I mean. We thought we were clear. We thought we it's, were clear we, with the We named the, it such a simple title. It's not... If you're going to use it on your board, the FBI might track you down. So use it to fuck instead. You'll be untraceable. 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 <laughs>